This is Corey Dillon. This is Isaiah Stanback. Hi, I'm Kevin Gogan. My name is Lincoln Kennedy. This is Elijah Jackson. I'm Thaddeus Dixon. My name is Jonah Coleman. What's up, everyone? It's Cam Cleveland. This is Cody Pickett, University of Washington. I'm Eric Bjorkson. My name is Jurassic Party. This is Bryce Butler. And my name is Alfonso Tukitala. This is Tyler Owens, the Director of Strength and Conditioning for Washington Football. And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Hey, y'all listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And this is the Bow Down Podcast. And you're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And I'm listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You're listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And y'all listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Go Husky. I'm listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Bow Down Podcast. You are listening to the Bow Down Podcast. And it's coming from the legend. The one and only. One of one. And you are listening to the Bow Down Podcast. Right here. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Bow Down Podcast, the Believe Network Authority for all things Washington Huskies football. As always, alongside my co-host, John Garris, I'm Joe McGriff. Our next guest was an integral part of the success our Huskies had last season, recording 69 tackles, two tackles for loss, one and a half sacks, an interception, two passes defended, including a team-high seven tackles in the Pac-12 championship game over number 5 Oregon. Alongside teammate Drew Fowler and Dylan Morris, he was awarded the 2023 Iron Husky Starving Championship Award at the UW Football Banquet. This man has been a staple on defense during the team's success these last two years. We are so excited to welcome to the Bow Down Podcast linebacker Alfonso Tuputala. Alfonso, welcome to the Bow Down Podcast. Thank you for your time. How are we doing today? Doing good. I appreciate y'all, man, for having me on here, being able to share my piece. I really, really appreciate it. Awesome. Awesome. So we've had some time now since the national championship and the unfortunate loss to uh, bittersweet to say the less, but also nonetheless, absolute great season in us period uh, last Pac-12 champions ever Sugar Bowl champs Oregon twice and just a special special season overall so can you just share your thoughts on this past season some favorite memories favorite moments and what it really all meant to you? yeah uh shoot man this 2023 season was for me personally one of the most memorable years of in my athletic career ever um, that being be able to play in the Pac-12 championship in the CFP against Texas, and then being able to be on the national stage was my first time in all my years of sports ever going that far. So the Pac-12 championship was my first championship in sports ever. So yeah. that was a very big, big moment for me. And then obviously as it continued, it was great, but man, the, the season really is, the team, like the brotherhood, that was the biggest thing. You know, you watch my interviews, you watch anybody else's interviews, that's going to always be at the forefront of that team. And the relationships that we build, you know, we build with with, with intention. Um, it was always love and everyone always pushed each other. And the culture is contagious, man. Just that culture in that locker room, that's really 
why we went, you know, that far, you know what I'm saying? And so it was probably one of the most memorable things. I got brothers that last for a lifetime, brothers are going to be at my wedding, vice versa. Like, I can't even explain, man. That, that season was just very, very crazy. And it's kind of hard to, while you're in it, it's kind of hard to really, like, realize that or embrace, you know, all those emotions or reflect because you're just on go. You're, you know, next week, all right, we beat them. Who, who we got next? And we did that for 15 weeks straight. So that's, you know, it was very hard to really embrace and, you know, taking all those moments. But looking back now, man, it's, it's just a, a huge blessing and opportunity to, to be able to play with, with a lot of great guys and have a historical run, you know, just like that. Like you said, it didn't end off the way, but there's a lot of things to be grateful for and, and just look back, you know, know that we, we did that to be proud of. So oh, yeah. just, just memorable, man. Oh, yeah. So we're going to talk about the present and future in a little bit, but I want to take a, a trip down memory lane with you for a minute. Three-year varsity letter winner at Federal Way right here in Washington. All-state first-team linebacker, number eight recruit coming out of the state. You had offers from places like Montana State, Idaho, Portland State, Air Force, New Mexico. Obviously, we know Washington is home. But what made you want to stay home and go to Washington out of high school? Uh, like I said, the culture. So when I first got here, when I came and visited UW, the culture was very family, family like every player that I've met, um, whether I was on the team or not, you know, they welcomed me with open arms very, very quickly. And I've got very comfortable with them and even the coaching staff as well, being able to just keep that culture alive. And honestly, like I said, talk about the culture that got us this far. It's still going on and so that's what really sold me other than you know being 45 minutes away from home and whatnot but I think just the, the atmosphere of Seattle is a great city uh, great people a lot of opportunities and so that's what I was looking at but it was really just the culture and the team and the staff that sold me on you know choosing this place so now once uh Kalen DeBoer left Jed Fitt and uh transfer portal, players declaring for the draft. You were kind of quiet, not making too much noise. Yeah. A lot of Husky fans nervous. However, last week you did confirm through social media that you will be coming back for your sixth which tells you here at the Bow Down Podcast and all Husky Nation that you're all in on staff here in Seattle. Yeah. Have conversations gone with Coach Fish and his staff, and what have they shown and that helped make the decision to stay at Washington? Uh, I think I, I was able to talk to Coach Fish one on one, and one thing I appreciate about Coach Fish is keeping it straightforward. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He's going to keep it real. And me personally, that's what I admire the most about anyone. And um, it was just a very long and and thought out decision, not only just with me, but obviously with my family, uh, talking to different guys, getting different opinions, um, and just taking up with God, uh, keeping it in his hands, having the faith. But I think talking with Coach Jay, you know, he was able to show me his vision of what of what he believes, you know, we can do with this program and how he's going to help not change it, like, in a bad way, but just help make it into what the 2024 season is. You know what I'm saying? Like, all you can do is just add on to the culture and make it your own culture for that year because it's a different group every year. And so being able to talk with him like that and talk talk about my role and what he, what he expects of me was just very, very uh, clarifying for me. And, and that's what I needed from him, to be able to talk to him. And then also T.O., you guys did a podcast with 
you know, yeah. the strength coach, T.O., man. T.O. and his staff, just from these two, three weeks of being with them, they're very, very just a tight and special group of guys that, you know, I've had the pleasure of just working with. And uh, it's like, for example, just talking to one of the players, like his staff, and including T.O., they do a good job just, you know, coming at that approach, uh, knowing that they played before, knowing how players are. And so it's like talking to another player when I'm hanging out with T.O. or when I'm hanging out with John John. But the work that they've shown us the past two weeks and, you know, making it more football specific, like this is exactly what you're going to do. We're not just throwing up, you know, workouts and weights for you to see who, who lifts the, the the highest numbers. No, he, he's literally intentional with, with his program. It's based off of position stuff. So, you know, being able to get from point A to point B as a linebacker, being able to scrape sideline to sideline, he gives all those different workouts that really help me get into that that the best shape of what I need to do. And that's not just for me, but all, all positions across. And so just the past two weeks has been very, very great working with T.O. and his guys, letting them continue on learning, learning from them and just getting comfortable with the staff has been great. You know, every time uh, Tyler answered a question, he he want to run through a brick wall for <laughs> You're talking about T.O., you're talking about, uh, you know, Coach Fish and his staff. We had Jonah Coleman on a couple weeks ago as well, one of the transfers that came in from Arizona with yeah. T.O., Coach Fish. And he was talking about the pro-style system, not just when it comes to on-the-field calling plays, but the way that the organization is now going to be run at Washington. Um, T.O. was mentioning that Coach Fish is calling it the 33rd NFL team. Talk to me about what that means to you, someone who has these aspirations to potentially be in the same area as a Braylon Trice, Michael Penick, Roma Dunze this time next year and preparing for the NFL draft. I think it's attacking all, from all angles, whether it's nutrition, whether it's team bonding, whether it's finance, whatever you want to call it. Coach Jed done a great job of just explaining to us, you know, if you look at his resume, he's been in the league and has so much experience coaching, coaching with different, you know, top coaches like Bill Belichick and other, and other, and other places. But, you know, that's a very, that's a good job that he does that because it shows us, you know, where this is where we want to be. This is the type of style that we want to be in the type of program we want to be in and, Hopefully we get there. So be able to get that from him because personally, this is the first time I've seen an approach like this from any coach that I've been under. And like you said, I'm trying to get, you know, to that level. And so being able to have that right in front of me from the head man and then also just his staff all uh, supporting him on, on that is, is very huge. So it's, it's great. There's no doubt in, in our mind here on the Bow Down podcast, I speak for John on this one, that for this upcoming season, whether it's, named sometime this offseason or closer to the actual season, you should be one of the captains for this team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Between you and Carson Bruner, Thaddeus Dixon, Elijah Jackson, there's some great experience coming back for the Huskies this season, but there's also a ton of new faces from other places coming to Seattle to play alongside you guys and to play for Coach Fish. Mm -hmm. Talk to us about what it's going to take to get everyone on the same page and gelling like we saw from this defense last year, which, to be honest, surprised a lot of people across the country how well you guys played. Yeah, uh, I think continuing on having this this culture that we, we've been had here, being able to welcome anybody from anywhere with open arms. And because, like you said, we only have a year, like we have to be able to switch this around quick. And so I think for us, 
all of the entire team defensive wise being intentional with our relationships. Like this is a, a big amount of us that are already tight. Like you said, there's a lot of returners from the 21, 22 class that, that have been playing Mikhail, Cam Fab, Drew, you know, all those guys. I think just be able to welcome all the new guys in and show them the ropes, but also just make it into our own little thing for this year. That's going to be the biggest, biggest part for us. And, also for the newcomers coming in. And so I think if we just keep that culture alive, we'll be back where we were. And now speaking of all the biggest change that Washington is going to make this upcoming it's going to be jumping over to the Big Ten Conference. And now you're going to play a whole other realm of teams, including Northwestern, Rutgers, Michigan rematch at Washington on October 5th at Iowa, at at Penn State, but also see some familiar playing at Oregon versus UCLA, USC, and Washington State. Are there any games that personally have circled on the calendar for this upcoming season or any stadiums that you're looking forward to visiting and playing in? Um, Penn State. I, I, their stadium, I've always heard it was, was very loud. And then, I mean, the national contender like Michigan, you know, every, everybody that's been on that team is going to feel some type of, you know, we, we need to play them again. Can't wait to play them again. That's just the natural feeling. So, you know, I wouldn't say there's anybody that I've circled. I think just being able to focus on what we have as a team, focusing on building what we have to do and letting the rest handle, handle itself. So I think I'm not so big on, you know, prepping or, you know, oh, thinking ahead. I'm just more focused on what we have now and, you know, what spring ball is going to look like, what, what these next few weeks, these, you know, next month. So I'm, I'm excited, though. Don't get me wrong. This is the whole yeah. thing to be able to play in a big-time big football league. That's, that's a good experience and great opportunity for our team and our coaches. So I'm just excited, but I'm also just, you know, focused on what we have going on right now. And Yeah. Let's, let's be honest, though. It's going to be nice giving Jabbar that L when we bargain, right? My man Barsky, man. It's going it's to be fun. <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna be fun and seeing him and like I said like the reason why our defense we play the way we play because we're all man tight brothers and like you said keeping that culture alive Jabbar transferred in and when he came into our culture and just how we are as as a teammates welcoming in and like we clicked instantly and it felt like we've known him for a couple years and so I know seeing him later on later later, later on the road is gonna, gonna be a fun and, and great time but that's always gonna be my brother for life man you know what we did was special and and I just you know I can't wait to be able to play 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 against him and you know see what it's like we're, we're big fans of Jabbar here as well big supporters every game next year against the one when we're playing him so <laughs> yeah uh, Alfonso we have a question we ask all of our guests we call it the bow down to the hot seat kind of mentioned it before we started recording. We're looking for you to name your top five, top three, whatever you want to give us, all-time or people you've played with, linebackers at the University of Washington for the Huskies. Like I said. Oh, oh, at the University of Washington. Yeah. University of Washington only. Top three, top five, whatever you want to give us. Could be current. It could be people you've played with. Could be, you know, legends that you've heard about. However you want to approach this, go for it. Okay. Um. So the first one I'm going to go with Dave Hoffman. He's on the 91 team, very physical linebacker. His reputation speaks for himself. Uh, Being able to meet him, I think, last year um, at the Seahawks facility, 
great guy, great person. You can just tell, like, man, this is really someone that's been in our shoes. So I think I'm going to put him at one just because he has a national title under his belt and he's been at my position. Um, and then I'm going to have to go with my man, Eddie, Edifonio Lafoncio. We, we've been okay. together. We've been together since I first got here. He's only a year older than me. So being able to be with him through the past five years, like that's my my brother for life, man. Like being able to see him grow, being able to earn his scholarship. Like I've seen everything behind the scenes that not too many people, you know, know about Eddie. And so being able to play with him and, and get better from, you know, learning from him and competing with him, he's got to be in that list for sure. Washington and then um, – uh, there's one more, uh, Michael Jackson. Okay. He, he's a, a, yeah, old, old linebacker. He comes to talk to us with Laura Malloy, uh, during, um, Wazoo week. And man, he's, you're going to get everything from him. That energy, <laughs> that, that juice. Yeah. I can't, like, I can't even imagine just how he was as a player. Cause hearing him just talk to us in our team meetings is like, okay. Like I, I can tell you're one of those that gets everyone going and just, you know, walk the talk. So I'd say probably those three are, are on my list for, okay. for top linebackers and, yeah. So now, do you have any expectations going into this upcoming season? Or do you have any goals set yourself or for the team as a whole? You said, do I have any goals? Yeah. For myself and the team? Yeah. Uh, obviously, it's to win, to win out. Um, well, it's going to be our first time, to be our first time in the, the Big Ten. And so I did creating a stint for UW football, not just for this team, but basically for the past years, you know, UW football has been playing very good. I think it's just going to be that icing on the cake. Like, no, we, this is something that we've been doing. So I think being able to win out in the big stage like the Big Ten and then let God handle the rest, let everything else handle the rest is probably my goal. You mentioned how integral T.O. and his staff have been for you so far in the last few weeks. What's your offseason looking like, workouts, do you have any specific regiments? Obviously, we got some classes and practices, but what you got going on now? Um, right now, so T.O. has about, like, three groups. Um, so the first group's at 6 a.m., second group 8 a.m., and then 10 a.m. I'm the 10 a.m. group, but just different groups of di from different players offensively and defensively. And we just do a lot of speed work and, and – um, speed work in the in Dempsey for the first half and then the last half the last half of, of training is in the weight room so just all the workouts that he's been doing getting us right like it's you can see how helpful it is towards you know your type of type of movement or what you have to do specifically and I, that's one thing that I already mentioned that that's he does a great job of is being able to show you the why and you know prove to you like this is exactly what we're doing like this is for you specifically rather than, you know, all of us running around lifting some weight for, you know, not good, not a good reason. But I think that was the biggest thing with T.O. is being able to learn from him and pick his mind about, you know, lifting and how to take care of my body. So, yeah. All right, so we, we asked you your top three linebackers all time. What's it going to take this season for you to put number 11 Alfonso Tuputala on that top three list? Top three list, boy. Production, got to be able to have great production. Um, really, just having having that faith in God and being able to build my armor and build my body right now in this off season to perform like how I want to later on. And 
everything else is just going to fall into place. But I think just tagging with the mindset I've always had, um, hard work, you know what I'm saying, just be able to work behind the scenes when no one's watching, be able to lead, uh, bring guys with me. I think that's the biggest thing for me is being able to step up in my leadership role and improve in all areas, not just as a player, but how I am. All right, now before we go, uh, we'll kind of give the floor to you talk about any plug, any anything you wanna you wanna show your social medias, what's your what ads all over the place for the listeners to follow you. So my IG is Alfonso A L P H O N Z O underscore T. That's my IG. And I'm not really like a big social media person, but you know, I, I post here and there. Um, that's about it. <laughs> Alfonso, we truly appreciate you joining us here on the Bow Down Podcast. These 20 minutes went so fast. I definitely could speak to you for hours on end, believe me, my friend. Likewise, man. Now, I appreciate you guys being able to do this. You invite me over someone that's from here, local. So it's a it's a very huge just opportunity and a blessing to be on here and, and communicate and just talk with y'all, man. Y'all, y'all make this this journey fun and I appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely, my friend. Thank you.